Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Doctrine and Covenants of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Even though this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort has been made to be as doctrinally and historically accurate as possible. Every day a new section of the Doctrine and Covenants will be released. I hope that you'll visit this often and be able to share this uh, with your friends. Thank you. Hello, and welcome back to the Doctrine and Covenants podcast. This is going to be for section 70. I'm going to read the heading first. Revelation given through Joseph Smith the prophet at Hiram, Ohio, November the 12th, 1831. The prophet's history states that four special conferences were held from the 1st to the 12th of November inclusive. In the last of these assemblies, the great importance of the revelations that, that would later be published as the Book of Commandments and then the Doctrine and Covenants was considered. This revelation was given after the conference voted that the revelations were, were that the revelations were worth to the church the riches of the whole earth. Joseph Smith's history refers to the revelations as the foundation of the church in these last days, and a benefit to the world, showing that the keys of the mysteries of the kingdom of our Savior are again entrusted to man. This revelation is directed to members of the literary firm. This firm concerned itself with the printing of official church literature. On the 12th of November the last of 1831, the last day of the Hiram, Ohio conferences, it was decided that inasmuch as Joseph Smith, Oliver Cowdery, Sidney Rigdon, John Whitmer, and Martin Harris had played such a conspicuous role in recording, preserving, and preparing the revelations for publication, they should have claim on the church for recompense. It was therefore voted by those present that the above-named brethren be appointed to manage the sacred writings according to the laws of the church and the commandments of the Lord. These men, who were to manage the revelations, constituted the membership of the literary firm. Members of the partnership were consecrated in their respective responsibilities, and the profits from the sale of the church publications were to benefit both the individual members as well as the church at large. Publications were to include the Joseph Smith translation, a church hymnal, and a church newspaper. Verse 1, Behold and hearken, O ye inhabitants of Zion, and all ye people of my church who are afar off, and hear the word of the Lord, which I give unto my servant Joseph Smith, Jr., and also unto my servant Martin Harris, and also unto my servant Oliver Cowdery, and also unto my servant John Whitmer, and also unto my servant Sidney Rigdon, and also unto my servant William W. Phelps, by the way of commandment unto them. For I give unto them a commandment, wherefore hearken and hear, for thus saith the Lord unto them, I the Lord have appointed them and ordained them to be stewards over the revelations and commandments which I have given unto them, and which I shall hereafter give unto them. Stewardship is not ownership. Stewardship is management with responsibility to account to the owner or master. Verse 4, And an account of this stewardship will I require of them in the day of judgment. Wherefore, I have appointed unto them, and this is their business in the church of God, to manage them and and the concerns thereof, yea, the benefits thereof. Wherefore, a commandment I give unto them, that they shall not give these things unto the church, neither unto the world. Nevertheless, inasmuch as they receive more than is needful for their necessities and their wants, it shall be given into my storehouse. James E. Talmage wrote, A system of unity in temporal matters has been revealed to the church in this day, such as currently known as the Order of Enoch, or the United Order, and is founded on the Law of Consecration. 
As already stated, in the early days of the Latter-day Church, the people demonstrated their, their inability to abide this law in its fullness, and in consequence the lesser law of tithing was given. But the saints confidently await the day in which they will devote not merely a tithe of their substance, but all that they have and all that they are to the service of their God, a day in which the spirit of unity is essential to the law of consecration. No man will speak of mine and thine, but all things shall be the Lord's and theirs. In this expectation, they indulge no vague dream of communism, encouraging individual irresponsibility and giving the idler an excuse for hoping to live at the expense of the thrifty, but rather a calm trust that in the promised social order, such as God can approve, every man will be a steward in the full enjoyment of, of liberty to do as he will with the talents committed to his care, but with the sure knowledge that an account of his stewardship shall be required at his hands. Verse 8, And the benefits shall be consecrated unto the inhabitants of Zion and unto their generation, inasmuch as they become heirs according to the laws of the kingdom. Behold, this is what the Lord requires of every man in his stewardship, even as I, the Lord, have appointed, or shall hereafter appoint unto any man. And behold, none are exempt from this law who belong to the church of the living God. Yea, neither the bishop, neither the agent who keepeth the Lord's storehouse, neither he who is appointed in a stewardship over temporal things. He who is appointed to administer spiritual things, the same is worthy of his hire, even as those who are appointed to a stewardship to administer in temporal things. Of the labor here involved, Joseph Smith observed, Brother Oliver has labored with me from the beginning in writing, etc. Brother Martin has labored with me from the beginning, and Brother John Whitmer and Sidney Rigdon also for a considerable time. And as these sacred writings are now going to the church for its benefit, that we may have claim on the church for recompense. If this conference think these things worth prizing to be had on record to show hereafter, I feel that it will be according to the mind of the Spirit, for it is these by these things were put into the heart which I know to be the Spirit of truth. This revelation recognizes that those who devoted themselves to bringing forth God's revelations for both the edification and salvation of the saints had claim upon the church for their temporal sustenance. Of necessity, establishing the kingdom of God required the establishment of a host of different kinds of stewardships. The prophet and those mentioned in this revelation had a stewardship to publish the revelations and commandments. Others had been given a stewardship involving the printing house. Some were to work in a mercantile establishment, and so forth. And that was by Joseph Ely McConkie. Verse 13, Yea, even more abundantly, which abundance is multiplied unto them through the manifestations of the Spirit, Nevertheless, in your temporal things you shall be equal, and this not grudgingly, otherwise the abundance of the manifestations of the Spirit shall be withheld. Joseph Fielding Smith said, To be equal did not mean that all should have the same amount of food, but each should have according to his needs. For instance, a man would receive in proportion to the number in his family, not according to the nature of his work he was to have for food and for raiment, for an inheritance, for houses and for lands, in whatsoever circumstances I the Lord shall place them, and whithersoever I the Lord shall send them. Verse 15, Now this commandment I give unto my servants for their benefit while they remain for a manifestation of my blessings upon their heads and for a reward of their diligence and for their security, for food and for raiment, for an inheritance, for houses and for lands, in whatsoever circumstances I the Lord shall place them, and whithersoever I the Lord shall send them. For they have been faithful over many things and have done well inasmuch as they have not sinned. Behold, I, the Lord, am merciful and will bless them, and they shall enter into the joy of these things, even so. Amen. I bear testimony of the truth of these things, and that as we study these uh, principles of 
consecration and united order and so on, that that'll bless us too. I say that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. See you next time. This was a short one, wasn't it? In comparison anyway. Bye.